Hey everybody, welcome back to the You Should Know Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. Guys, round of applause for the people that are coming in every single Monday and watching these videos. I mean, and listening to it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, you know all the DSPs, leaving reviews, leaving comments. I am very thankful for all the support that I've been getting these past eight weeks in a row whenever I started this new season. Y'all have just been growing and keep showing more love and more support. And that means the world to me. Honestly, it means everything to me. And also right now, before we even get started, before we even dive into the topics at hand, before we get into the stories, the updates, the news, I think it's time for everybody to get some good karma. Guys, I know we're all looking for good karma. We all want something good to come back into our lives. And I'm giving you an opportunity right now to get free good karma. All you have to do is look below you right now. Look on your phones. Look at your your TVs, your iPads, whatever. Do people still use iPads? I haven't seen an iPad being used in a fat minute. That's another topic for another time. But right now, look and you see if that subscribe button is not pressed, if it's not highlighted. Terrible person you are, but it's okay. There's still time to fix that. There's time to get good karma. It's free right there to click that subscribe button. You're tuning in every single week. You saw me off of TikTok. You saw me on the streets. Your friends told you about me. Or maybe you just stumbled onto this on YouTube, Spotify. Just click that subscribe button. Get some good karma. It's free. Cost you nothing. It won't hurt your life, not even a little bit. Also, also, also. Look below you. You see that comment section? If your name isn't in that comment section, go ahead and say a good hello for me. That's all it takes. You don't have to give a, a, a good Cliff Notes review of what you thought of the podcast. You can just come in and say hello right now. I reply to every single comment that I can. Sometimes I get a little confused at the comments and I can't reply. Or maybe they're a little too vulgar. Maybe a little too controversial. And I can't say anything. But... If you say a simple hello or you just tell me your favorite part of the podcast or you can literally just say the sky is green today, I'll still reply to it. So everybody get your good karma in right now. It helps out the show a lot. And I'm very thankful for everybody that's been tuning in every single week and sharing these videos, liking these videos, subscribing, commenting. It, I, it honestly means I know every every single creator gets on their platform and is like, "Ooh, subscribe. I love you guys. But genuinely, like I'm starting to like see familiar names, faces in the comments on TikTok, on Spotify, on Apple Music, on YouTube. And it's like kind of like coming like a little family. Y'all are the friends that I don't have. And I, I you know, I, I actually have a discord with some of you, not like the app, but like a, like a conversation with some of y'all uh, because y'all tune in and we've become like friends. And so I think it's a really cool thing to get the people that come in every week and genuinely show me support and allow me to do what I love to do. It's, it's a great time here at the You Should Know podcast. I love you all so much. So go ahead and click that. The first thing I want to talk about this episode is I have a screaming lady update. I know a lot of people have been like, we want a screaming lady update. Have you crossed paths with her? Have you have you seen her? And guys, uh, I have seen her. And it's actually crazy because before I put out that video, I've only seen screaming lady a handful of times, right? She's only outside of the 7-Eleven and she only screams at me from a distance. The only time we had an interaction was that time that I made a video about. And if you haven't seen the screaming lady video, it's a, it's a pretty viral video that I've made. I think it's done over a million views now. So thank you to you guys. But basically if you haven't seen it, there's this woman that stands outside of a Seven Eleven right by my apartment. She never really gives me problems. All she does is stand in the parking lot and she screams and she scares me because she screams. I, I, I don't like loud noises. And then she's doing it directly at me, but we've never crossed cross paths this time. We crossed paths because I took my date to the 7-Eleven to pump up gas before we went out to eat. 
I told my date, hey, there's a woman out there. She screams. She's not going to bother you. If she screams, just ignore it. I was wrong this time because the, the woman, when I went on this date, went into my right earlobe and just started saying an abundance of noises that weren't English. Not a single word was said to me. And she chased me around my car in front of my date. Now, when I talked about that and I made a story about it, put it on the podcast, put it on TikTok, it went viral. And now everybody wants an update. So the update about Screaming Lady is, since I made that video, I have seen Screaming Lady everywhere. I have not gone to a single store. I've not gone anywhere without seeing Screaming Lady. And I'm, I think she's a ghost. I don't think Screaming Lady is real. If you don't believe me, I went to Target the other day. And the Target that I went to is five miles from that 7-Eleven and five miles from my apartment. And Screaming Lady is only at that 7-Eleven. She's nowhere else. I've never seen her anywhere outside of that 7-Eleven. So when I go to this Target, and this Target's like in a nice part of the city I live in. Like there's not too much extracurricular activities going where this Target is at. So I'm thinking everything's going to be fine. I go to this Target and as I'm walking into the Target, walking up to the sliding doors that happen to be glass, I think that's in every Target, I see a shopping basket outside of the Target. That's normal. How else are people going to pack their groceries? But this wasn't a Target shopping basket. It was a plain Jane, no brand. It was all silver and it had a bunch of items in it and a long stick. And I was like, I know that stick. I've seen that basket before with that stick in it. But I was like, you know what? I'm crazy. That can't be what I think it is. So I walk inside of the Target and as I'm going inside of the Target looking for some deodorant, okay, I need a deodorant. Everybody needs deodorant. Why'd you look at me like that? Like I'm just some musty guy. Everybody buys deodorant. <laughs> Why'd you look at me like that? But we, uh, I walked inside of this Target looking for some deodorant. And as I go into the deodorant aisle, I'm picking, looking through the natural deodorants, the Doves, all the other brands, the Old Spices. I'm looking through the brands. And as I'm looking through the brands, behind me, all I hear is a crash. It sounded like everything on top of the shelves fell to the floor. That's not regular. That's not supposed to happen. So I'm like, okay, maybe there's a small child back there and they, did, they made an oopsie, right? They made an oopsie, they made a mistake. I turn around, guess who I see inside of the Target making a mess in the same aisle that I'm in? Screaming lady. She's inside of the Target. Now, there's a bunch of things going through my mind at this point. How did you travel five miles across a highway into the Target and be there at the same specific time in the same specific aisle that I'm in? Now, I didn't know if I was just hallucinating at this point. But I'm looking around in the Target and everybody's like, who is this lady? What is going on? Why is she doing this? She was just like literally knocking stuff off the shelves. And I'm like, how is this going on inside of a Target? But I was like, guys, I know her. She will yell at you. You need to go. I didn't say that, but I was thinking and I was just like, oh, I know this woman. So I was afraid for my life. I was like, she is following me. She saw the TikTok. She knows it did numbers. She didn't like that. I made the video about her. So I quickly picked my deodorant made a swift exit outside of the Target. I'm a little shaken up, all right? I'm a little shaken up about what I just saw inside of this Target. Fast forward like two days ago, I go to this Aldi that's right by my apartment. So five miles back the other way towards my apartment, away from Screaming Lady and where that Target is. I was like, maybe, maybe Screaming Lady has relocated over to that area where the Target's at. I'm inside of the Aldi, getting my groceries, doing what I need to do, getting food, getting nourishment for my body. All of a sudden, as I make an exit out of the Aldi, 
pack my groceries inside of my truck. I now need to take my basket, put it back where the baskets reside. As I'm making that trip to take my basket back to where the baskets reside, I hear something behind me. It's that same noise that I talked about in the Screaming Lady video. The same noise I heard in the Screaming Lady video. All I hear behind me is... I know that noise. That's a triggering noise for me. I see Screaming Lady beelining it towards me in her basket. At the Aldi where I'm at. This woman knows me. She's seen the video. I only turned around for a quick two seconds to see if that noise was actually what I thought it was. It was that noise. So I just turned my head again because I didn't want to make eye contact with it again. I'm trying to put my basket up really quick and make an exit. But as I go to turn around and go back to my car, Screaming Lady is locked in, eyes on me, but she has a sack full of coins and she's shaking them, looking at me. She's going, shaking coins. What, it, what is she planning to do with those coins? Am I about to get attacked by a screaming lady with a sack of coins? Did I make a swift jog from the basket palace to go to my car? Absolutely. I don't care what I look like anymore. I don't care if people say, oh, you're scared of a woman that, that's obviously not going to hurt you. I don't know that. She has a sack of coins. That's a registered weapon in 93 states across the world. You can't have that. And she had that and was making abundance of noises towards me. So I, I'm not gonna, I don't want to put this clip out on TikTok because I don't want her to see it. And I'm scared of her. I don't want to make any more enemies, especially with Screaming Lady. So if y'all want a Screaming Lady update, there you go. That's w what's been going on with Screaming Lady. I feel like she's just a ghost and she is here to haunt me and no one else sees her. I don't know what's going on. And since we're on the topic of updates, I feel like I should update everybody on the most recent video that's done pretty well and story that I told here on the podcast of the uh, the gym dad who was touching cheeks with me in the gym and tried to tell me not to get married because of my height and then tried to get me to I don't know what he was trying to get me to do with his daughter I don't know but um, I want to give you an update and tell you how that story went and what happened at the end because a lot of people are like you left us high and dry you didn't tell us how it ended we don't we want to know and that's what I guess that's how y'all sound. That's how, I'm such an asshole. Like I didn't mean for it to sound that way. But um, yeah, I'll give you guys an update about how that whole debacle ended. Did I talk to his daughter? Did I get his daughter's number? Did I get his daughter's IG? Did I did I communicate? How did the daughter look? How did I feel about it? Well, as you know, in that story, I was very distraught about what happened. You got to think I'm not a social person at all. Right. I don't like to have conversations that I was not prepared for. And so when he's doing all this in a public setting, which I'm already uncomfortable in and I don't really talk to people, I'm obviously like I'm, I'm my mind is is like a cloud. I don't I don't know what to do. And I'm even getting flustered talking about it. But so whenever he was like, this is my daughter, she was too scared to say anything to you. But she says you're handsome. I want to I want to be very clear. I, I, in the outside world, if none of this would have happened, his daughter was beautiful. <laughs> like she was, she was a, a, a beautiful woman. Like if it was any other circumstance, I would have wanted to marry this woman. But based on the actions of her father, I said, oh, wow. Thank you so much. Uh, that means a lot to me. Uh, it was nice to meet y'all. And I went back to the locker room 
That's all I did. I didn't ask for her number. I didn't get the Instagram. I don't know anything. Maybe one day she'll see the TikTok I made about her family and then she'll DM me or, or whatever. And then we can start a relationship from there. But I am, I am severely trying to stay away from that family because that's strange behavior. And I know a lot of people in the comments were like saying, Oh, he was just trying to scare you because he wanted to see if you were a good guy. He just didn't want you to, you know, do whatever, whatever. Um, I don't need that scare tactic. All right. I'm the most awkward, like shy guy ever. I'm not, I'm not the type of dude to just go up to random people and be like, Ooh, I'm Peyton. What's your name? Nice to meet. Like, that's not me. I know he doesn't know that, but, but going about it that way, your daughter is going to have a hard time. <laughs> in any situation like that's am i crazy in thinking that that that's nuts you can't do that i don't know but that's the uh the gym dad update for everybody that's wondering i want to get into a topic that i never really talk about on the podcast and that's music i'm a big music guy i'm a music lover i gotta make sure like my shirt doesn't look crazy whenever i'm recording these things because this shirt is big i wear my clothes big y'all know like i don't know how people watch me or listen to me my mind is at a thousand miles per hour like every two seconds does that make sense? Was that a good increment of time? A thousand miles per hour every two seconds? Okay, I'm going to focus. Sorry. But um, I, I never talk about music, and I'm a huge music lover. And there's a big thing that's been kind of bothering me. And Jack Harlow dropped his new album. And if you don't know, uh, for the for the audience that's not really on social media, Jack Harlow is this rapper, and he's become like the heartthrob of our generation. He's everywhere. All the women love him. He's this is this dude that can can rap really well, makes really good music. And now the hype for this man keeps like ascending, or it kept ascending. And then he dropped his album, and the reviews for the album have been piss poor. This is where I have a problem, and this is my analysis of the situation. When somebody on social media becomes hot, it doesn't matter what they do, what they say, what they put out. The general public is going to switch on them in a second. That's inevitable on the internet. And that's, I think that's the thing I hate about the generation of the internet is nobody formulates they're not let me not say nobody it is rare for people to formulate their own opinion that's not based off of a viral tweet you know what i'm saying it's a herd mentality if we all love somebody we're all gonna love them let one tweet that goes viral say we don't like this guy anymore we don't like this girl anymore everybody's gonna latch on to that and that's gonna be their opinion it, no inside thought of your own it's just going to be like, I agree with what you say. Now that's my thought. How about we take a second to be like, how do I feel as a human? How do I feel about this situation? That can go for anything in the world. I'm not just saying people, but like any serious topic in the world, any topic serious or fun, sports, entertainment, politics, anything. It's never like I'm formulating my thought. It's never that. Rarely. It's this is what the masses are thinking. I'm going to latch on to that. And now that's my thought. And it's headline culture too. So if like an article has a big headline on it, that's fact now. We're not clicking on articles. We're not reading articles. We're not seeing like what, we're not doing any like research for us. And I know that sounds like, like a serious thing, but it's not like that. It's, I'm not trying to be like a serious person because I'm not a serious person. I'm not a smart dude at all. But I'm just saying like, I think it's irresponsible for ourselves to not have our own opinions. And that was like a long 
winded way to say this. And now music is subjective. Let me say that. Music is subjective and we can have our own opinions. What sounds great to somebody might sound awful to another person. But (laughs) this Jack Harlow album came out and Pitchfork gave it a 2.9 out of 10. That's bad. Like that's like rare for something to get that bad. And um, let me read you this excerpt from the uh, article. It says, Harlow's charisma does not translate onto the record. And instead, we're left with a one-trick pony without any discernible trick. Did I say that word right? Regardless, that's, that's tough. That's a bad thing to say. A competent rapper who does not flow. This is some big-ass words. Who gave me this article? Why didn't y'all change the words for me? Y'all know I I read at a second grade level. Y'all know I have a hard time that goes anything above three and a half syllables. And now I'm embarrassed for the public. They think I'm dumb now. Now everything I've said in this podcast, they're like, oh, he's an idiot. Um, A pop star who struggles to carry a song on his own. Okay. Now, I like the album. And I'm a very, uh, I'm I'm a hard critic when it comes to music. And I like what I like. But the album has how many tracks? Okay, the album has 15 tracks. 15. I've downloaded 8 tracks out of the 15. That is very good. If there's any album that comes out and I'm downloading and keeping even close to half of the project, I think that's a good album. If I'm 8 out of 15, that's good. I don't understand where the disconnect is now and I go to different Jack Harlow videos like if you see them on TikTok if you normally click on a Jack Harlow video on TikTok and you look at the comments it's people like oh my god this is the hottest dude ever oh he's so cool oh I wish you would say that to me like it's that normally I click on it now it's like this dude's a cornball this dude's like loser cornball he's corny but what happened what happened in like a week where everybody's just flipping on Jack Harlow? That's so, it's like a herd mentality to hate on somebody. It's always been the internet. That's always been the internet. And that's kind of like happening to me in like on a small scale. I'm not anywhere near like famous or like big at all. But like on TikTok, like I have a, a, a big following, right? And so normally I could, I, there was a time I put out anything, anything and people loved it. Some videos I was like, how do people like this? And now I like not like th- that's wrong because anything I put out like I love and I'm a big fan of everything I put out. I won't, I'm not going to put it out if I think it's trash. But there's sometimes like that that popped that went viral. People are loving that. Wow, that's a surprise. It, like I was on everybody's good side. Now I like today I put out the pizza video right, and people are just like this dude's corny. He's lame. He's boring. How does everybody watch him? I this same people were like on my side like a month ago and so it's just kind of like I don't take it to heart because that's the internet and it's like whatever I have like the people that love me are gonna love me regardless and that's the same with these like pop stars and these mega stars and these actors like the people that love them are gonna love them but I just think it's corny that they there's no solid opinion anymore of your own like I think it's for the people that watch me and listen to me I um advise you before you latch on to a herd mentality of anything let's take a look in into ourselves and be like what do i feel about this it's okay if what you feel is different from everybody else as long as you're not hurting anybody as long as you're not disrespecting anybody even if you don't like something like how are we going to go about it are we going to latch on to just a hate train on people or a love train on something just because it's popular are we going to formulate our own opinions I'm preaching right now, but I, it's something like I'm passionate about because it bothers me. 
I think we just have a responsibility to ourselves and as a general public because we, we as the masses control things. We control the narrative because that's what the world is based off of now is public opinion. So I think it's important that we are responsible with our power and we don't just latch on to public, uh, popular opinion. And that's what I'm going to say. I like the album, Jack. If you're listening, me and Jack have some mutual friends. So if, if one of those people send it to Jack, and, and now it seems like what I was saying was biased. I've never met Jack Harlow. But if Jack, if you're seeing this, I like the album. <laughs> I don't. I know my opinion doesn't mean anything, but I liked it. I suggest everybody to go listen to it and formulate your own opinion. Okay, that's enough serious talk, but I want to get into the fun stuff now. I think one of the most awkward situations in the world is walking out of a musty situation and somebody is walking towards you about to indulge in that musty situation that you didn't cause. Nothing is worse than having to walk out of a stinky situation and then a stranger is beelining it towards you about to witness that stinky situation the same way you did, but now they think that you caused that. No, no, no. I had to go through that same thing as well. That wasn't me. Like the other day I was using the bathroom. I walked into this public restaurant restroom I walked inside of it you would have thought that they were collecting cadavers at the bottom of this bathroom it was one of the worst smells that I have ever smelled in my life it was one of those I had to hold my breath like an Olympic swimmer while I was just trying to relieve myself at this bathroom I walked out of there thinking oh my god who did that so as I was walking out of this restroom a stranger was walking into the restroom all of a sudden, pure panic starts to hit the body because I'm like, oh no, please don't think that I did that. I don't want to have to explain myself to the stranger because then I look guilty now. So as I was walking out of the bathroom, the stranger was walking into the bathroom. They got a good old whiff of that nasty situation that's in the bathroom. This stranger looks at me and they go, oh, oh my God, looking at me and saying that, oh no, 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 I didn't do that. I had to go through that as well. Please don't think that was me. Don't put that stink on me. Don't put that on my jacket. I didn't do that. We had to go through that together. That was somebody else. We are on a team now. Please don't start thinking that I'm stinky boy and just stinking up restrooms all across America. That wasn't me. What are you supposed to do in that situation? Because there's no way you can recover from that without looking like the guilty party. What are you supposed to say? to the stranger hey bro walk into that bathroom it stinks in there it wasn't me though yes it was if somebody says that to me you did that you're guilty now now i have to go to bed at night knowing that some stranger across america thinks i'm one of the stinkiest humans on the planet whenever i had to go through that suffering as well i promise you it wasn't me you ever have one of those embarrassing moments as a kid that you have pushed into the deepest subconscious of your brain i remember in middle school we had this huge reading project in our english class and through the duration of the semester our teacher made it abundantly clear that on this specific day you have to bring your book because if you don't do this project you are most likely going to fail every class she said remember to bring your book on this specific date i was a good kid in middle school so i was like oh she's not talking to me i'm going to remember my book she's talking to these other kids in the class that aren't responsible i'm going to bring my book Fast forward down the year, it came to the day where we all had to bring our book to English class. I walk into our class and as we're sitting down getting settled, our teacher goes into the front of the class and is like, okay, everybody, pull out your book. It's time to do the biggest assignment of the year. I look around me and I see my classmates pulling their books out of their backpacks and all of a sudden my chest hits the bottom of my stomach. Oh God, I forgot my book. At the time, I had a Kindle Fire. You remember Kindle Fire? It was one of those like iPad-looking things, but you could download books on them and read them. That's what I had at the time. So as our teacher is looking through the room, looking for the degenerates that forgot their book, she locks eyes on me and she goes, Peyton, where's your book at? Right then and there, I had to make the decision. Do I come clean and say, hey, I forgot the book that you've been warning us about the whole semester, or do I go with the lie? 
100% I went with the lie. I told this teacher, I'm going through my backpack, but my Kindle Fire isn't in there. I know it was in there whenever I walked into the classroom. It's not there anymore. She looks at me and says, so you're saying somebody took your Kindle Fire. I doubled down on the lie. I say, yes, I know I brought it into this classroom when I walked in. Now the Kindle Fire is gone. The teacher goes, okay, everybody put away their books. We have to look for Peyton's Kindle Fire. Now I have a platoon of 15 middle schoolers looking through the classroom, scouring for a Kindle Fire that never made its way into this classroom. As time goes by and these students are looking for this magical Kindle Fire that doesn't exist, all I hear from the door is a walkie-talkie and a knock. Campus police is now present inside of our classroom and goes, hey, whoever took the Kindle Fire, just come clean now and you're not going to get in trouble. Obviously, no one said anything because no one had the Kindle Fire. He goes, okay, I'm going to need everybody to dump out your backpacks on your desk. I'm like, oh no, I've gone too far. The police is now present and they're asking people to dump their belongings. Things don't get any better because then the principal walks into the classroom and goes, Peyton, come take a walk with me. I'm thinking, okay, he's pulling me out of the situation. Maybe there's a way out now. There wasn't a way out at all. Because as we're walking down the hallway, he looks at me and goes, Peyton, are you sure somebody took your Kindle fire? At this point, I'm too deep into the lie. So I look at him and go, yep. He goes, okay, let's go check in the lost and found. Because anytime anything goes missing in this school, it's going to be in the lost and found. We get into the lost and found. It's nothing but a pile of jackets and somebody's left shoe that they left outside. We start making our way back to the classroom. And as we're approaching the classroom, all I see is the campus police officer and my teacher standing outside of the door waiting on me. Once we approach the door, my teacher looks at me and goes, Peyton, I need you to be honest. Did somebody take your Kindle Fire or did you just forget it? Because if somebody took it, things are about to get real serious. I was an emotional kid. As soon as she said that, I broke down in tears and I told her, no, nobody took my Kindle Fire. She goes, Okay, what you're going to do is walk into that classroom, stand in front of everybody and apologize for wasting their time and calling them thieves. I look at her and I'm like, no, no, please no. She goes, you either do that or we call your parents and you're going to do in-school suspension for two weeks. I wipe off my tears, walk into that classroom. And I'm like, hey guys, sorry that no one took my Kindle Fire. I just forgot it and I didn't want to be responsible for losing it. That was one of the worst situations I have ever been in as a kid and it still gives me bad memories to this day. Wow, what a great episode, huh? Okay, I know, I know. A little abrupt ending there at the end, huh? I changed clothes. Things are looking a little different. You know what? Let me just be honest with the people watching that made it this far to the end of the podcast. I filmed the whole podcast. I edited the whole podcast. And then I got to the end and I was like, where's the outro? I forgot to film the outro. Hey, guess what? I'm a human. I make mistakes. So we're here. Hey, and you know what? If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast... You are a loyal follower and you are a loyal fan of the podcast. And I'm going to do something special for the people that make it this far to the end of the podcast because you are a special group of people. You are the real ones. And I want to have a special bond, a little secret with y'all. So at the, at the end of every podcast, we're going to do this. We're going to have a secret code in the comment section that only us, only this small group of people is going to understand. And today's secret code is happy birthday, pops. You know why? Because today, the day of filming this, it is my father's birthday, so we're going to have a secret message in the comment section. Happy birthday, Pops. If you made it this far, even if you've commented already, put happy birthday, Pops, in the comments. And everybody that's not a loyal follower like us, like everybody watching right now, is going to be like, what is what is this? What does this mean? Happy birthday, Pops. Did I miss a story? Did I miss something in the podcast? Did he post something on Instagram? Hey, it's just for us, and we're going to keep it between us. We're going to do this every single episode. So I love you guys. Make sure to subscribe. I am. I actually really like this episode. It was really fun, and um, I'll see you guys next Monday. And remember, one out of ten koala bears don't make it home to Christmas. I'll see you next time. I did it again. Yes.